water hemp. It has literally been a nightmare for Wisconsin growers huh, for a couple years now. Uh, probably nothing like what they've seen in the South for a decade, but it's getting bad here in Wisconsin. Dr. Rodrigo Worley, our University Extension Weed Specialist, is along with me. And again this year, Rodrigo, continuing to see more problems with herbicide-resistant uh, water hemp. Uh, this is not new, but you are continuing to try to find answers. Tell me what the strategy is again this fall. Yeah, no, that's spot on, Pam. Thanks for uh, having me here. So I would like to invite uh, our agronomists and our farmers out there, if they had problems with water hemp this year, controlling water hemp and soybeans with Enlist 1 or 2,4-D, or if they had challenges managing water hemp and corn uh, with mesotrion and or dicamba, we are inviting those farmers and those uh, crop consultants out there to collect some seed samples and sand uh, this water hemp seed samples uh, to campus so we can do some screenings uh, for them, okay? Uh, we did this exercise uh, five years ago where we did a comprehensive screening and we documented widespread resistance to uh, glyphosate and imazepapir. Some populations were resistant to atrazine. But this past growing season here, Pam, we got a lot of calls on lack of control, again, of water hemp and soybeans with Enlist 1 or 2,4-D conline, and also lack of control of water hemp and corn with uh, mesotrion and or dicamba. We had a very dry year, uh, needless to say, and in dry years it's difficult to control weeds, right? So we're not sure whether we're seeing uh, an uptick in resistance uh, or if it was because of the environmental conditions, and we want to test that for our growers. What uh, do growers need to do, Rodrigo? I mean, usually you've got some kind of protocol you want them to try to follow. Yes, absolutely, Pam. So the growers that are listening uh, to us, uh, there is a protocol online. Uh, they can go to our website, westweeds.info, and that's going to be the first thing they're going to find in our website. They just got to click the link and download the protocol. Uh, if the farmers are not finding it, they can reach out to us directly or they can reach out to their local extension agent uh, to, you know, download this protocol because we need some information, you know, their application records, and we have some instructions on how to collect the seeds. We want them to collect seeds from about 20 water hemp plants uh, from their fields and then send it to us. And then once we get it here on campus, we're going to process those seeds and we're going to start the screenings. And I want to point out that this effort is free of charge to our growers, okay? Uh, the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board and the Wisconsin uh, Corn Growers Association are the entities that are supporting this effort. So our, our farmers out there are informed about the types of resistance they might be dealing with in their operations. Are other entities, be it uh, public or uh, private, are they trying to find these answers too, Rodrigo? I mean, is this really a widespread, oh my goodness, what's going on? That is an excellent question, Pam. So recently uh, we had a meeting of uh, weed specialists from across the Midwest, and I've heard the same concern, okay, uh, regarding lack of uh, mesotrion control post-emergence this growing season, particularly from, you know, colleagues in other states. So I'm aware that other universities across the Midwest are also providing similar services here to our growers. Just because, again, if you're thinking about corn, mesotrion is a very, very important herbicide for weed management, particularly for water and hemp management. So we want to understand if resistance is evolving or not so we can take the right steps uh, to try to keep it under control. Well, and the other concern I'm having as a grower is 
what else do we have? I mean, there's not a lot of development, uh, aggressive development in new products that could answer this question right now, I'm guessing. You just hit the nail there. Uh, you know, as I said, this, this herbicide that I indicated here are key herbicides for water hemp management in both corn and soybeans, so we cannot afford to lose them. So if we're seeing any signs of, you know, increased tolerance to this herbicide, we got to start, you know, we got to do some serious, we got to have some serious conversations because we're running short as far as the number of options available to our growers uh, go out there. So that's definitely something we're going to be focusing a lot on during this winter extension meetings here, Pam. Again, Dr. Rodrigo Worley along with us. He's our University Extension Weed Specialist, Waterhemp. We've got to try to nip this one literally because our products uh, didn't do the job we had hoped it would in many state areas of the state. So if you've got water hemp problems, make sure that you're slowing down to take the samples as prescribed at whiskweeds.info. That's W-I-S-C weeds.info. Partner up with your cooperative provider, with your crop consultant. Let's gather that information and get it in to uh, Rodrigo's lab so we can try to find some answers.